Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Welcome back to another episode of Crypto Bros. I'm your host, Jason Madison, and joined today by my co-host, Chris Epps. What up, bro? What's up, man? And How then, you doing? And then there were two. We're without, yeah. Mike, without Mike and Mike right now. Um, maybe permanently without one of the mics. Uh, right now, man, I'm not feeling great, you know? Um, got COVID. It's my second podcast recording this week with COVID. Um, feeling a little better. Uh, my stomach is feeling janky right now. Just had some food I probably shouldn't have eaten, but um, just trying to get something in the system. Drinking juice from marijuana. Um, <laughs> well, you know, at least you had a good birthday, right? Yeah, I had a great birthday. Um, acted an ass, then went to Vegas, won some money, then nice. uh, bought some Bitcoin. Oh. Boomer coin. Bought the the one true uh, stable coin. Uh, that's for sure. That What's that now? 30000 30000 Where else would it be? I, I guess. I actually looked at the price. You don't need to look at the price. I know it's it's actually good. That's what it's supposed to do, right? That's kind of what we want. We want digital gold. Yeah, it doesn't you know, fuck. It's not, it's not dumping. And no. That's what we also want. Exactly. So I I'm I, I feel good. Like I feel like Bitcoin is kind of the best stable coin with the opportunity for upswing. You know, um, which yeah. is like a great thing in terms of investing. Like. I, I put most of my funds in there right now. I'm about to buy a car. I'm about to get a Prius, having it, nice. sh- having it shipped out here right now from Fresno. And um, and I'm just like hoping like within the next week, like, oh, Bitcoin goes to 32. Like, I'll have How many that. Ethereum was that uh, Prius? <laughs> right now it's like, right, wait, it's yeah. like, right now it's like, like 10. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a little more than 10. And I would say it's uh, probably like 14. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was funny, man, because I just, you know, I've been wanting to get back to point one Bitcoin for so long. And uh, just a few bets took me there, you know, <laughs> when for a while it was like tough trying to get to six grand and say holding six grand, but, you know, saving three. Yeah, not having to use it. <laughs> yeah, saving or, three. Or finding something to play with. 
Yeah. So, you know, um, so yeah, so, you know, it's, it's been good for me in terms of like, uh, birthdays are a good point for me to be able to save money, um, and reflect and try to like build on to the next level of what I'm doing. It's the first time I've actually bought a new car, um, in my life. It was actually, that's, yeah. That's big. <laughs> yeah. That's so, big. so, um, so yeah, man, I'm proud. You know, I got, I got square with everybody. Don't owe anybody money. Um, all my gambling debts paid off. And, uh, <laughs> you get to kick your kneecaps for another year. Yeah, yeah. Not everything worked out. You know, Wait, what how, did you win on? Um, well, I won on basketball. I won on roulette. Uh, I went when we went to Vegas. I, uh, the first night, I, um, when, when I first got there, I, uh, we, we went to Javier's at the Aria, me and my girl. And then um, while we were just sitting there waiting, I went to the roulette table. I won like 800 real quick, you know what I'm saying? Like 10 minutes. And then from there, uh, we went to Caesars later that night. My, my friends and my family came in. And then, um, you know, it was funny because they were like all wanting to hang out with me. And then I was just there at the table. And so I was there at the, the roulette table in Caesars for like 30 minutes. And I won like almost two grand. And uh, they ended up playing all of it back the next day, <laughs> which was crazy. Like, and then uh, and then Sunday I ended up winning most of it back. So I was like, I was as as it goes with gambling and trading and everything else. You're up one day, then the next day you're down, and I'm like mm-hmm. mad at my girl. Like I'm not mad at her. <laughs> I'm not mad at her, but like expressing my frustration to her. Like like damn, I lost. I lost all, I lost all my money. And she was like, you lost all your money? And I'm like, not all of it. Like it wasn't, don't gamble the rent people. But it feels like it. Yeah, but it was yeah. like, I lost the my winnings, you know? And then yeah. uh, we went to see Silk Sonic on Saturday. And then on Sunday, um, when the uh, Celtics played uh, game seven against Miami, I had the Celtics and uh, me and my cousin were watching the game. And then he bet the, un- I, I had him bet the under second half and, um, he hit it so you know it was just it was a good weekend and then um yeah so you know I, I took that got some more bitcoin and um and some ethereum and uh yeah so you know <laughs> I got COVID a few days later after after my, I my got some COVID you accumulated <laughs> many things in Vegas yeah. as yeah. many people do yeah so you know like to sum it all up, it was just funny. I was having a reflective day, you know, after I kind of made that purchase for the car, like I wanted to lose a certain amount of weight and I lost it and I wanted to have enough money saved to to get the car. And I did. And it was because of COVID because I didn't have to go to work and, and you know, uh, spend on the Uber and lunches and all that stuff that I normally would do this week. So, you know, um, COVID was I won't say a blessing because it almost killed me Saturday night, but uh, everything worked out, you know, in God's timing. And so um, I'm just thankful that I'm here today and, uh, you know, able to have uh, a moment to reflect and, and be, you know, grateful for everything that's, that's happened, you know, up until this point. So um, yeah, man, let's talk about that shit is scary having it is scary like when you that that one or two those two nights i know you're talking about yeah nah bro it's, it's scary as fuck and that's you know how they say that, that it gets darkest before the dawn and it was like you know on my birthday i was like wilding out saying crazy shit to mike and doing crazy you know just shit just like just shit in general just being drunk and then from that <laughs> yeah. from that from that point what are you on, doing I was just talking yeah. shit, man. Like, you know, you, you know, when you get drunk and especially if it's your birthday, you just yeah. like especially you get, on your birthday. Yeah. The birthday yeah. week, you know, you gusto is up. Yeah. So you just you you like, you know, Diddy in the hate me now video. You spitting Chris in the camera like it's just that's just how you feel, you know, and, and it was just like a place to where also not a lot of people came through for, you know, I invited a bunch of people to Delilah and, you know, Mike and Trey were the only ones that came. So it's like when you have more energy and more friends there, then it was, it'll kind of like temper your temper. But, um, yeah, 
you know, there wasn't a lot of different people there. So uh, because of the lack of energy, I had to provide the spark myself and I, <laughs> I was, yeah, I was doing it all. So um, regardless of that, man, you know, uh, we're here to talk about the crypto market and, and what's been going on. And, uh, you know, oh, another COVID, it caught, it caught COVID with you. Yeah, yeah, it did. All the markets caught COVID. All the markets caught COVID because that's the whole thing that, you know, and that's, I guess, why I'm, uh, you know, elaborating on on myself and where I've been in all of this because it's kind of a microcosm of how everything's been going. Um, I'm not the only person who's caught COVID. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are catching COVID again. COVID did not go away, even though we're pretending like it's over. And of course, that's going to have huge effects on the market because, you know, this time we're not getting no bailouts. We're not getting no PPEs. We're not getting no stimulus. We're not getting there, you know, so the economy is now facing the, the downside of COVID where the virus is still affecting people um, worldwide. Mm-hmm. You know, they're talking about the, the, the zero COVID policy in China and and how they're having to deal with that as well and in addition to you know um all of the markets still trying to recover from the last two and a half years so you know um it's interesting because today we had a bad day in the stock market i think the dow dropped about 650 points um but like i was saying before we got on Bitcoin is kind of like the only true stable coin, you know, and as much as we wanted the uh, markets to to uncork and and the crypto market not to be super tied to the stock market, I think in some ways it is happening because Bitcoin didn't have that huge fall off like the stock market did. No, it didn't. I think that was the whole, I mean, this is the perfect Example, there's a guy in my parking lot who's some reason I brought up crypto to him. I shouldn't have done it, uh, old gentleman. And and since then, he's been trying to, you know, give me to help him. And I finally talked to him actually like two hours ago when I was parking. And uh, he asked me about what to do with his Shiba and Cardano and all this stuff. And I went into the I went into the the black hole mode of explaining to him why all these coins are now proven to me to be like useless. And nothing is really safe to put your money in or safe haven or Bitcoin is safer than gold at this point. It feels like, yeah, like I, I think gold, gold has been tanking also, right? Or is, I mean, tanking for a gold standard in general. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think pretty much anything that's listed on the stock exchange has had Gold's, a yeah. downturn. Fallen. Yeah. So it's, it, this bear market, because I guess it is a bear market, it's confirmed or people keep calling it that. And after a month of me denying it, I didn't feel like it was, I guess, or months of me denying it, I guess it is. Uh, it's the perfect time to realize like what, where you should put your money. And it, I come to terms with all that, all those coins I liked, all that stuff we were talking about, a lot of the DeFi stuff, a lot of it is useless. A lot of it, I would say in the, like early in the past, I would say, yeah, it's not going to work anyways, but right now you, you can see, shit, the only thing that is worth putting your money in is Bitcoin still. Like, yeah. And, and if it was a PPP, it would be even worse at this point, I think now. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, one of the things for us is that we got caught up in the swell of retail, you know, where everybody was hyped off. Before we even got to the meme coins, you know, we had the Litecoin, which I think got delisted off an exchange recently. Um, really? Yeah, I, I, I saw that. Uh, I have to I have to show you. Um, but you know, from Cardano, Solana, all, you know, all the other coins that weren't even in the meme category, uh, yeah. all all the altcoins. And it was funny because you know, even talking to Jamal and you know people who were in the 2017 boom who saw all the icos do what's happening to the altcoins now um kind of were apprehensive at first you know and knew like hey maybe this might not work out but then everybody started 
getting in because the returns were so crazy and, you know, alt season and all that happened. And then we got the meme coins and it was like, we start, you know, people were looking at us like, you guys are idiots because you're stuck on these boomer coins. You're stuck on Bitcoin, Ethereum, you know, whatever. And, um, but everything played out how it's supposed to, you know, all of these altcoins are down 90% plus, um, I mean, shit, even Binance is being investigated right now. I was just about to say, I was <laughs> just looking at that on the, yeah. on the side of my note. Like, yeah, the BNB coin is getting investigated or getting, yeah. Yeah, so, so I mean, SEC. so what, I mean, I, I saw some things where some guys were doing what looked like some sort of Ponzi scheme or scam with, with you know, the BNB coin. I didn't look too much into it, but I I knew a few people who were getting into that in a different way than just buying the coin. Um, do you think that that is connected to this inv investigation? Do you know what the investigation is about? I mean, it's probably just another, you know, I mean, is this on a, you mean like you read a thing about some big corporate guys or some big- No, no, yeah, no. You knew some people. Yeah, I knew some people. Oh yeah, no. So it's probably that was probably just a protocol or you know a farm or a little coin that people were all aping into. Yeah. To make money, and it mm -hmm. was a Ponzi or, you know, kind of like an MLM. Yeah. Uh, but this is about the BNB token, which is like the token that powers Binance's own chain, Binance Smart Chain. Uh, it's like the Ethereum token, the Ether token to Ethereum. Mm -hmm. uh, this is about them Binance using that as a way to, I think, you know, launder money, make money, uh, do things that they shouldn't be doing as a exchange, as a cryptocurrency market. Yeah, uh, and that's pretty bad for the for that chain in general. But you know, and there's a meme about that chain having only twelve validators or twelve computers controlling the whole thing. Like it's in it's in. The owner CZ's ba basement is in the uh, founder <laughs> wow. of BNB. Like he runs the chain in his basement. Oh wow! Uh, so I'm like, when I read that, I'm not surprised. Literally, that was a place where scammers went and people went to go throw in a hundred bucks and hopefully make ten thousand bucks or whatever, mm. and sell it all and dump it on a hundred thousand dollar market cap token. Right. Like it's a scam city, and so this coming out you know maybe like half of those developers were uh binance people i thought about that just now like who knows where these all these projects there was non-stop coins all the shiba crap most of that stuff like shiba's on ethereum but shiba inspired basically all the scams on binance also or right. binance smart chain uh i don't you know there's there's some evidence of some somewhere if they're investigating them i don't know what it is i wouldn't be surprised uh, Tron has been kind of like proven to be a slush fund for the owner or the creator, Justin Sun. His mm -hmm. little slush fund is Tron, which is basically a copy of Binance uh, Smart Chain, which is a copy of Ethereum. Mm -hmm. So there's all these, you know, Ethereum killers in general are all going to end up getting in trouble, or all these protocols like Luna. Holy shit, that Luna shit is keeps getting better and better. Right, uh, we're going to yeah. get in trouble for. So what's yeah? So let's get updated on that. So Luna, um, Terra Luna, Do Kwan's, uh protocol, he's coming back, right? He's coming back for more. He's no, he tried. He did a he did a uh, airdrop uh -huh. maybe a week or two ago. Luna too to try to get everyone back. Uh huh. Uh, and he was out here tweeting and making Instagram stories, helping people try to get their airdrop because it was a fucking failure when it launched. Yeah. Uh, it, people weren't getting the. There's a bunch of you know technical issues. He basically tried to restart the same chain, uh, and to get everyone whole, you got to do what? You got to sell the token to get your money back that you lost. So, you know, they try to Ponzi it up and tell people to stake it. Yeah. And they'll be made whole. And literally, people were made probably a tenth of what they lost, a, a percent, one percent of what they lost. I saw a lot of the time. Yeah. Like on the airdrop, it was like worth nothing. Yeah. It didn't work. It went straight to shit. And then some shit came out today. Like he had gone private. Uh, for, he finally stopped talking. Like he's a fucking idiot. He, like the way he talks, 
I would never have this guy like invest my money or invest my money with this guy with anything. It's kind of ridiculous. He, uh, I guess, came out of hiding and was trying to defend himself again today. So yeah. Know what is he even talking about? He's basically just yeah, saying that there's a bunch of fake news about him. And I don't know. There's been proven, there's like some proof that he, you know, was selling, they were selling shit when the crash was happening and selling like you know it's all a lot of insider weird sus trading not surprised a thousand percent not surprised yeah man i i feel like it's hard to find anybody i guess in this space that has a reliability factor or can be trusted you know there's no the space is not built with the same integrity that you know, the computer space or the internet space even was built on. There's no uh, Steve Jobs or, uh, you know. Well, there's not supposed to be a person. Bill, that's, that's Bill Gates. Yeah, but I mean, I think all systems in our world, in our universe are, you know, intrinsic, intrinsically built off people or around the support of people, you know. Um, I think Bitcoin is obviously, you know, alone in that fact that it that it is not. But most of the time, you know, everything else is. Um, and that's not to say everybody is whack. You know, like from what I see, I I won't say I'm fans of these people, but I have at least a, a amount of respect. I guess I should say so far from what I know of, like. Vitalik or uh, Sam Bakeman Freed. Um, I, I would say those two people in particular are the ones that I would kind of look, you know, look towards as um, yeah. thought leaders and people who seem to have um, a good heart behind what they're trying Somewhat to do. Good intentions. Yeah, 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 good intentions about what they're trying to do. But uh, with the billions and billions of dollars and the trillion dollar <laughs> industry that they're behind. Yeah, um, and supporting the president, uh, that you know, helping yeah. put a president in office. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a difficult, you know, space for anybody to be in. Uh, something that's so new and it constantly evolving. Um, but it's also interesting because you know, when I when I got those winnings, um, I went back to look at OpenSea because I've been eyeing you know, the invisible friends. And when I finally could afford an invisible friend, I didn't want to buy it anymore. Of course, and, now you don't want to buy it. Yeah. yeah. When you should be buying it literally right now. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I should be. I definitely need a car more than I need an invisible friend. Yeah. But, but, sure. uh, but, sure. uh, actually, invisible friends, I wouldn't buy this. So there's a bunch of other things I would buy that are worth the same amount now. Right. And I mean, I just, it's interesting. You know, when we started this podcast, there were probably a seven, ETH floor when ETH was, you know, $3,500. And now it's, uh, I think it was 3.19. The last time I looked last week, it might be lower now, uh, yeah. you know, with for $1,800 ETH. So, it's, you know, something going from $20,000 to six is a hell of a discount. Um, but even, yeah. you know, Azuki, Beans, uh, I mean, the whole NFT market is, I mean, would you say it's crashing? crash yes yeah i mean it's, it's it's a bear market in general right now the meta or the trend right now is free minting it's oh wow like motherfuckers are actually just making art now see yeah <laughs> now the building begins yeah yeah now there's not some fucking guy on fairfax telling you to go buy some shit or some kid on fucking on what's his on fucking tiktok telling you to go buy some shit because it's worth five to ten ETH. yeah because it's booming like it's just a bunch of artists making stuff right now the biggest thing are free mints with a narrative or like role-playing mm -hmm. and motherfuckers are on twitter in twitter spaces role-playing following a twitter like yeah no discord no roadmap no no roadmap see yeah. and and that's the funny thing bro is that you know me and mike How i was started me and mike were, were on here having mm -hmm. that conversation and you know we have we've had multiple conversations and i've been pushing back against this whole roadmap utility all of that shit and niggas is like well why would somebody buy it why would somebody do this and it's like i i don't think people care about the utility like it was just some bullshit in the mm -hmm. first place to to distract you like 
just to make people feel like they were getting their money's worth. Like, but nobody actually wants utility out of the NFT. Like people want art and they want, if it's a ticket to something, then that's cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If it's an add on to something that they already doing, then that's cool. But like, other than that, like selling a picture with access to parties and all that other shit is like, that's not a sustainable model. And it's not something that people really care about, you know? Yeah. So, Only when everyone's making money would you want to go do that because exactly that's the, like like when there's a bear market why would you want to go party with everyone who's all down bad <laughs> exactly and I, and that's, that's the, the whole thing yeah right? and that's the thing too why I had to make sure like that we did this episode because I feel like that's part of and I don't know what you know I can't speak to Mike and Mike's uh, activities or what they're doing but. Um, I'll just speak for myself in that like people look towards people who have crypto entertainment in these markets to see if they're still around. And it's like, when you disappear at this time, you know, like no matter what's going on, it starts to look weird. And of course you don't, you don't live for other people and what they think about you. And, and I don't, um, but it's really more about what I think about myself and, I don't want to be a person who disappears in a time of a down market because that I don't, I'm not here, you know, only because the market's up. <laughs> like I, that's not how I, how I operate. And that's not why we're doing this. You know, um, yeah. I think the market's even more interesting now yeah, you know? same. because same. There's, there's more shit going on. It's more things to talk about. Um, I am less stressed than I was than I was a year ago when I was up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, this is this last two months were like the the brokest, least stressful months of my life. It was great. <laughs> I feel like uh, uh, fucking I've been I've been writing down intentions and fucking working out and touching grass. That's the meme. Yeah, that was of course the meme of the month in May last month. May yeah. touching grass. Yeah, and uh, I did a lot of that shit. You know, uh, help trying trying to help. Uh, with our boy project. Uh, hold, on, hold on, I'm gonna turn this uh, light on. Trying to figure out, you know, some stuff. Uh-huh. But there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot more things like, you know, you can do instead of watching this stuff. It was one thing I, I learned uh, months back. I learned that a year ago, but I didn't take it to heart until maybe a few months ago. And sitting back and watching like the Luna shit or watching all this stuff happen and watching the market get scared and watching people you know, kind of quiet down a bit. It's interesting because I was, I started and no one was in it. So I feel like I we're back at the, right at the perfect, right at the perfect spot, right where I was when I found it and no one was listening. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about Butcher Box. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal 
ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. And, and that's that's the beauty of, of being dedicated to whatever the your hobby, your discipline, your craft, your thing is, is that the people who aren't really into it like that or aren't really in love with it like that are eventually going to wash away. And they're those people most more than likely are not going to be the ones that see the fruits from it either. You know, so like you being down through the market cycles like you're going to be able to see the come up in 2024 or, you know, 2023 or whenever the next super boom is, because you're going to have been accumulating, accumulating, you know, like, um, I think, I don't know if you're the one who sent me that video uh, about Peter McCormick before he shut, he was the catalyst that fucking started world war three. No, that might've been Mike. Oh, okay. But do you know the video I'm talking about? no okay did you know about him did you know about him before the elon thing it sounds familiar okay well yeah if you guys are listening you should look up this video um this guy peter mccormick he's a british um bitcoiner and he's the one who incited uh elon to um basically what it uh what did he what did he say to elon no idea because he was the one who responded to Elon on Twitter and then Elon um, said that he wasn't going to um, let people buy uh, Teslas with Bitcoin anymore because uh, Bitcoin wasn't green um, and then started tanking the market. But I forgot their exact interaction. But before that, I had heard about Peter from uh, this video that I saw. And so basically... He was saying that uh, he had started buying coins um, in like 2012 or 2013 or something like that. And then, uh, you know, he didn't really know what he was doing. He ended up making like a million dollars trading coins. Um, And then uh, he ended up blowing all the money and learning from that and having to restack and kind of rebuild and, you know, kind of just rebuilt his whole life after, you know, going through one one market cycle. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, now being in this market cycle, you know, he has a much better understanding of how everything works and where he is and, you know, how to deal with the swings of the of the market. And I think that's kind of where we may be, you know, hopefully, you know, we learned our lessons um, over the past, you know, 12, 16 months that we've been doing this. Um, yeah, I, I just hope that we can, you know, reap the benefits of all this stuff um, because we've learned a, a lot of hard lessons. We've been through, I mean, you know, hundreds of thousands at this point. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we have. And, and so, you know, I'm fortunate that we are both still here, you know, with computers and internet and, you know, like shirts on our backs and, you know, food in our bellies. Um yeah knowing you know what has happened and obviously we wish that we were on the other end and and could have completely benefited from our actions at this point and been up a million dollars you know and i'm sure shit man we were one trade away you know one 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 mouse click away sure yeah that's what that's exactly what that's exactly why we are we are one more trade yeah so one trade away so that's the whole Every thing. Every trade matters. Every yeah. trade matters. Every trade matters. And that's the yeah, thing. All trades like, matter. I'm because I'm looking at it right now, bro. Like, even now, as we're saying that, you know, Bitcoin's been a stable coin at 30,000. You know, last year, um, one of the biggest moments for me that just just upset my soul, dude. Like, and it happened to me a couple of times, but it, it was specifically this one time um late July when uh, Bitcoin went from 32, I think it was July 19th, maybe July 21st, somewhere around there. 
uh, Bitcoin went from 32,000 to 38,000 in like, I don't know, four hours, eight hours, some shit. Then it went from 38 to 44 in the next like week and a half. And basically it went from 32,000 to like 49 without really dipping at all. I remember. Uh, yeah. And, um, and I had just closed my long the like a few hours before. And I didn't know when to get back in. Like if I would have got back in any point in that day and just let it ride, like I would have had 20, 30 grand at least, you know, of course. Uh -huh. Right. I mean, you can always predict, you know, Oh, I, I would have made it 50. I would have made it to the hundred, <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, you can always go back and look at trades and look at situations. So I'm saying that now, with Bitcoin sitting at 30,000 kind of in a similar way that it did last, last year, where it was just kind of holding there and hugging it, you know, it was a little bit more volatile last year. It wasn't as tethered to uh, this 30,000 number as it is right now. Um, yeah. And Ethereum, you know, had this, had a similar jump at the same time, um, which you would have probably got a, you know, bigger return from on your trade if you would have um, jumped into that. But, what is your thought? Do you think we're going to have a similar jump um, this summer at some point? Or do you, what do you think is, is happening with, with the market? Do you think we're going to go full bear and this, we're just going to hold 30,000 until the stock market fully crashes? I mean, what, where do you see us going? Uh, I don't know. For me, it feels like we're going to just kind of, you know, when I think about it, it would be crab along weird, you know, for another month and then pop up so maybe yeah maybe the same thing happens i don't think it'll you know of course it's never going to be the exact same although you know the may the may stuff happened almost <laughs> the may the yeah the time. may was the exact same so that's it the was crazy the exact same. i mean this is it, something different it's very much like a pre-program pre algorithm it feels like you it know? is and part of it is because we know that what happened last year yeah so, so, you know, like we all create our own future. Yep. And that's the amazing thing about technical analysis is like, yeah, the lines of the charts are going to do this, so I'm going to do this. And that's what everyone else does. Except for the one whale. Yeah. That runs the opposite way, his eggs. Yeah. I don't know. I can see it. I can see it doing it again. It's, um, I can see it. Yeah. I can see it doing it again, especially because, yeah, everyone's getting all depressed and people don't, people are, Aren't, aren't posting about crypto no more on the on the normie social media yeah everyone's been scammed enough yep. uh, you know when it gets quiet it's the best time yeah um, but I, I do think uh it'll be it'll be like it's going to be less uh jump if it happens in july or whatever it's not going to be as crazy i don't know hard to tell yeah it, it, it could do the exact same shit you know this is a whole at this point now i'm not even looking at the prices i'll just use everyone else's reaction yeah so I can, uh, I'm like oh it's bearish okay so what do you think about the uh the brand new meme the hot meme that's hitting the the streets i hate that shit dude. <laughs> I hate that meme. it's so stupid i can't I fucking hate it i hate that meme dude i really do uh, if you guys don't know, we're talking about the bussin uh, ramen head. Yeah, um, ramen noodle. Uh, you get what's the line? Head. Yeah, what? Well, give me the line on the on the uh, Warren Buffett. I, I, I don't know. I know that I know that there's a no kizzy bussin and you know blank insert blank <laughs> for real. Uh, so you know what was it? It was like it was uh, what's her name? They had the SEC. Lady, Janet, up there. Janet, they got a Jenny yelling one. Yeah, they had a yelling <laughs> one. Like, no, nah, this inflation, the no kitty, this inflation is really busting for. I think Mike sent this one. Mike, or Mike's been posting them on his yeah. fucking stories. I was like, yeah, hey, yeah. There's a there's one where um, what do you call it? A noodle head, <laughs> where Warren Buffett has a noodle head, uh, like Jufro, uh, popular Gen Z haircut. And uh, yeah, it's a quote, white boy fade, yeah. haircut. And the quote is, "It's far better to buy a bussing company at a sus price than a sus company at a 
busting price for real. That's for actually real. a good one. All right, that's a better one. That's the <laughs> yeah. best one yet. Yeah, that's a good meme, man. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, I hate that shit. <laughs> I hate that one, bro. Yeah. No, I think it's just solid. because I'm a I'm a boomer now. Yeah, that's what it is. You're, yeah. you're old. You've aged up. I like most of the memes. I like most of them. I like most of these new memes, but yeah. Um, I wonder if there's a crypto memes page. There has to be like Instagram, like a popular Instagram page. Oh, there there is for sure. I mean, most of the I mean most of the crypto pages on Instagram just post memes, it feels like anyways. Yeah. That's what it feels like what they do. Uh especially right now, and you know, it's bear market. <laughs> right. That's all there is you can do. That's all you can do is post memes. Right. Um, and I saw I saw you post something. And I I was gonna address it because I saw it that earlier that day you posted um, like a joke tweet in reference to the thread that somebody posted about the Telegram messages. <laughs> <laughs> so there was somebody on Twitter who uh, I don't know is like some unknown user or whatever that posted uh basically trying to out people on telegram so there was like a yeah there was a some guy who had some followers and not much uh but no one knew who the account was and he said he's an alternate alt account from popular crypto twitter uh, account and he uh, has some leak information about some of the people in the crypto Twitter space were popular who are actually like moles who are getting in to circles to figure out stuff like to, I guess, report on and slash expose people. And there's apparently like weird trading stuff going on with these groups, you know, people basically abusing their power and they're going to get exposed. And then this guy was supposed to expose the exposee, exposer. Yeah. Uh, whistle blowing on the whistleblowers. Yeah, they're you know, blowing each other's whistles, but it, <laughs> yeah. it ain't. It, nothing came of it. It was a meme. I think everyone knew it was a meme when we saw the tweet. Yeah, I mean, some people thought it was real. Yeah, uh, but it was definitely a fucking. It, I thought it was real for a second, and I was like, "Is this real?" Yeah, and and then it happened again, and it happened like. Well, when he posted the 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 link, like. I just know not to click on links oh, yeah. from crypto people. Yeah. So he, oh, this so, is a more recent one. Oh, there's one that happened like like uh maybe oh yeah, right before you went on right before a little hiatus that happened. And then the telegram guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's all that. And there's a link at the very top. And I was like, this is yeah. If I'm you, not, if you uh, know anything about crypto, you don't click on the link. Don't click uh, on a link from someone that you don't know. And then if it's someone that you you know, yeah, even ask them. Yeah, even then, like ask yeah. them. <laughs> Yeah, I don't click on I don't send links I haven't clicked on in my yeah. in my chat, so you can always rely on that. Yeah. So if I'm getting hacked, you're getting hacked too. So just know that. <laughs> right. Uh speaking of clicking on links, um, go to the papernft.com. Uh, I actually dropped the NFT on my birthday. Um, I didn't even yeah. I never really got to talk about that. Um, this is my second NFT. And basically, um, this was the second video I ever did for the group pack div. Um, I dropped it uh, right now. It's for sale for 0.8 Ethereum. If y'all are interested, go and purchase that. It's basically um, what I want to do is create a digital version um, of my videos. You know, I want to make a collection of digital art, of things that's meaningful to me, um, and things that I want to be on the blockchain forever, things that I want to live forever. You know, and I feel like it being on hard drives on YouTube or, you know, what have you, like in 100 years, 200 years, whatever the case may be, you know, hopefully this blockchain technology is still around and the work that I created, you know, over my life um, can be accessed digitally by people, you know, forever. Um, you need to put that put that sale link in your bio, sir. I'm on oh, your Twitter. It's not even uh, in your bio. Oh, I'm not, a Twitter person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, did I make did the I, NFT, the link to the NFT or wherever it's at? I'm going to put it. Yeah, I'm going to put it in there right in your now. your bio. So then, you, you know, when we show your Twitter. Exactly. And okay. everyone can see it. Yeah, I'm going to put it in there right now. You know, you know that's how you get in the bear market. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You, you ain't never lied, brother. You ain't never lied. Yes. Um, but yeah, so that's, you know, 
Um, How was that experience minting? It was uh, cheap. It was cheaper too, right? It's cheaper in the bear market to to create. Yeah. No, I mean it was free. I didn't have to do anything. I just I, I minted it on on OpenSea. I thought. Oh right. Because on um, Foundation, where I minted my first NFT, uh, you have to char- They charge you a, a, a minting fee and a listing fee. On OpenSea, they didn't charge me. Um, and yeah, it was it was pretty easy. Actually, ended up making two copies because the first one didn't go into the collection um, that I made. So I had to end up deleting the first one. Um, but yeah, so the video is a, a video that I made with the group pack div. Um, I think it was their second video or their third video ever. Uh, my second video ever after doing uh, Dom Kennedy's Who Rolling With Me video. I was in college at LMU. Um, my cinematography professor, he was a cinematographer. Um, Dom's in the video, uh, Mike Rissay, who's normally on the pie, he's in the video, Swift D, uh, Sean G, um, a bunch of people, um, the homegirl Candace, the homegirl Jess, um, yeah, and it was just a, it was a dope moment, uh, Tarana Aomari, um, and so, yeah, the video went viral back then, you know, it had over 200,000 views in the first couple of weeks, um, it was, you know, well on its way to a million. And then they got signed by Universal. They ended up taking the video down off of their page. I ended up putting it up on my page. And so it doesn't, you know, retain the views that it once had when, you know, it was on theirs. Um, but it still is what it is. You know, it was a great moment, a great moment in the culture and, you know, definitely in my life. And, you know, just significant in the fact that um, it's going to be, something that's going to be pointed to as I move forward in in terms of like the movie that I've been writing. And that's another aspect of this that I didn't really kind of release. Um, this is going to be part of a universe that, um, that I'm building out, um, you know, for basically young LA, uh, this film that I'm doing that I've been working on um, called black American genius, uh, you know, still going to probably be a few years, you know, away from uh, its, its creation and, it, and its, you know, finished product, but been working on the script for a while. And, you know, this video kind of marks the midway point uh, of where, um, you know, a lot of the characters are in, in terms of the storyline of that. So, um yeah, you know, if you've never seen the video, check it out. It's on YouTube. It's called Paper by Pack Div. Um, and then, yeah, if you're interested in purchasing it, it's a one-on-one NFT. It comes with the high-definition version of the video. So um, when you down when you purchase the NFT, it comes with a downloadable um, link that has a file uh, that you know you can put on your hard drive or do whatever you like with it. You know, put it up in the crib or whatever. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's going to be a future uh, also for just digital art and digital um, releases for artists, you know, the same way that Beyonce had her album and it was all her videos was coming with it or 50 did that too, you know, um, I feel like a lot of artists are going to release videos as NFTs and sell them or, you know, songs as NFTs with a video that people could download the same way that people used to buy shit off iTunes. Now you're going to be able to buy it straight from the artist as an NFT for $5, $10, $100, $1,000, whatever they want to do. Yeah. Um, so I kind of, you know, the, uh, that's the other main reason was that when we did this video, we were kind of on the forefront in 2008 of being artists putting their videos on YouTube. Um, and now I feel like, I want to be on the forefront of taking my art and making it an NFT in a way that I feel like other people are going to follow. So yeah, um, release that. Um, and yeah, I mean, whether it sells or not, I don't really care. I did it. It's up there. Um, and it, it, you know, made me a little bit happier. So. Yeah. That's most important is that you did it. It's up there. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, especially in this market say they're going to do something and then don't. Exactly. Never do. Yeah. Never take the leap. And also, it's uh, for me, it's super cool because that was one of my, it was like Pactive, Dom, and Casey Veggies were like the first local LA 
uh, rap rappers I started listening to mm-hmm. like when I first moved here. Oh shit. And yeah, in high school and shit. So I was or like yeah, right out of high school, like really good. That's like the first like people like first groups or artists that I really like really started liking and that's before I met you guys. Yeah. That was super interesting too. So that's that's super cool. Like having having like on the show that day it was like even though I missed the 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 videotaping thing, that was fucking yeah. cool. That's yeah. Super- yeah, no, nah, we, yeah, we definitely gonna put another episode together where we um where we film very soon, you know, um, even if you know Mike is deciding to retire from the podcast, you know, we're gonna have to work all that out. Yeah, he'll have to be on the video at least. I mean, we'll see. He might not want to do that either, and that's all good. You know, yeah. we'll um, it'll be enough people. <laughs> we have plenty of people to be on the podcast. Um, you know, plenty of guests that want to show up as well so you know we're gonna keep rocking man um yeah you got you got any other thoughts this week man uh go outside touch grass that's yeah that's that's that was what i was thinking about before i came into the show i was like i gotta make sure to remind everyone it's nice it's nice out there and this shit never leaves literally it trades all day long it doesn't go to sleep so that's something i have come to terms with you know, I did a few months ago, but once you're down, you're like, okay, like you can have, you can have a couple thousand, you can have some couple hundred thousand dollars, and you're like, oh, I can still make some money right now. And you should just be outside, literally, you should just be outside. Because uh, yeah, you know, next time when we're when we're in that bull market, I I'm gonna need this reminder. I'll play this episode back. Yeah, touch grass. Yeah, and yeah, keep doing what you're doing, because like I, you know. My Joyhead project didn't fucking launch off crazy or something, but still put it up there. Still repping it. And one day something might happen, might go, but I'm glad I did it. Yeah, man. It's it's important to get that experience to keep doing creative things to make yourself engaged and, you know, interested in the world and, you know, really wanting to make stuff that speaks to your soul and it makes you want to keep going every day, you know. Uh, we know it's hard out here for everybody who actually has real money in the market, um, you know, dealing with the bear market and, you know, your portfolios being down and all of that. You know, this is a good time to learn, good time to go touch grass, good time to come up with new concepts, good time to hang out with your family, hang out with your family and, you know, um, learn a new skill, work out. Yeah, all of the above, man. Yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, focus on your health. Health is wealth. I, I know that from, from being down with this COVID right now. So hopefully yeah. hopefully next time we record, you know, I'll be a hundred percent. And um and yeah, man, I'm 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 grateful for everybody who's uh appeared on the podcast. I hope everybody's doing well out there in the in the world and the universe and the metaverse. And um, yeah, you know, uh, buy Bitcoin. Don't uh, take financial advice from anybody <laughs> that's, no. that's on Twitter. And then- uh, I don't financial advice from anybody. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, watch out for the snakes. And um, yeah, until next time, I'm Jason Madison. It's Chris Epps for Crypto Bros. We out of here.